This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and ClearPay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, Scoop. Marty Sleep, hey. Greg Miller. Scoop. We've got a great show for you this week. We warmed up earlier today with Podcast Beyond. Yeah, yeah. And the driver. Uh, not me. What, Greg? The spirit was there. It's a rotating third chair. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, the three of you were on it, and I wasn't. Uh, as I pointed out on Podcast Beyond, on my Twitch stream last night, I said, who do you guys want to see on it? And they voted these two. And Semmel. Now and Semmel. That doesn't make me feel better. That makes me feel even worse. So not only did you not get voted on to the Podcast Beyond, you didn't get a package that literally every other editor in IGN got today. True. Yeah, You're a ghost in this machine. Do I even work here anymore? <laughs> Well, we have a great show for you today. Uh, we're going to talk about some Grand Theft Auto Five. We're going to talk about Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. RDJ. Obviously. RDJ. But first, I don't know if you guys heard, but Microsoft bought Minecraft mm. from Notch. It happened for two and a half Whoa. billion dollars. Yeah, from Mojang. They bought Mojang. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That happened. Two and, and then half- Notch quit. The other uh, two guys quit. Notch is leaving. Is that Notch? That's him. That's Steve. That's him. Yeah, this, that is Steve. The symbol is happening to him. Uh, <laughs> Lots of questions about this, and I want to get Justin's uh, thoughts on this. Uh, Answer these questions. (laughs) Is this acquisition good for Microsoft? Is it good for Minecraft? Is it good for Minecraft players? And has Minecraft peaked? Damn, there's a lot of questions, Justin. That's a lot to unpack. Uh, it's kind of a cop-out answer, but we don't really know, right? Like, we kind of have to wait and see. The op-ed, I wrote an opinion story before the acquisition was, like, official when it was just being rumored, um, just sort of unpacking sort of my thoughts on it. And uh, it's still relevant, even though it is final now, which... 
people buy companies all the time and it goes south. Like they buy them and then they kind of wreck it. It gets messed yeah. up. But it happened with like, you know, Westwood and actually other Microsoft acquisitions rare, in the past. Yeah. yeah, rare. But generally speaking, when companies spend billions of dollars of something, they understand what it is that they're buying, where its value comes from, you know, and how to... Like, no one at Microsoft doesn't understand why Minecraft is huge. Mm -hmm. That, it, you know, it became huge because of this YouTube community and sort of the indie spirit behind the game. And so whether Minecraft or whether Microsoft's going to be good for Minecraft or not, like, I don't know. We'll kind of have to wait and see. But I, I absolutely believe they're at least coming at it from, like, the right direction or with the right spirit in mind. Yeah. I mean, the weird thing to me about Mojang is, like, I mean, for me, for most people, Mojang is synonymous with Minecraft. But my whole thought is like, well, what else? Like, because they had that Scrolls game. Yeah, yeah, yeah they still have those two games they keep talking about. And then about the being ten production. to the fifth power space thing or whatever. Yeah. So it's it's always weird for me when a company is so solely built on one single you know product or idea or service. Mm -hmm. And and obviously Minecraft is possibly the biggest game in the world, so it's an incredible thing. But it is. Can, is, can that possibly be replicated? That's also but, part of what I wrote about. Sorry, go ahead. I don't know. It doesn't need to be replicated. Yeah, like, yeah. You're buying the brand of Minecraft. I would Minecraft. imagine Microsoft, like I said, they think they're buying Minecraft, not really like... Keep Mojang making toys. Gonna, like, make yeah, keep making t-shirts. Right. Keep the making backpacks. Movie, which will eventually happen. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what yeah. I spelled out, like, a dark future for Minecraft, which is like, hey, for $2, you can buy a starter pack that's got sure. coal and we torches new, in yeah, it yeah, and yeah, yeah. all this sort of garbage, and it's, you know, removed from PlayStation platforms. Um, but then, like, the bright future for Minecraft is, like, Microsoft is just better able to make money from the Minecraft brand than Mojang is. Or Mojang even really wanted to. Like, yeah, that was a big they weren't thing. really that interested in... Uh, no, it was a happy accident. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it sometimes felt like Minecraft got as huge as it did in spite of Mojang, not because of them. Mm -hmm. You know, so if, My if Microsoft is much more aggressive about, like, a Minecraft TV show, a Minecraft theme park, a Minecraft... You know, the movie's already in the works with WB, and if they really chase down all that stuff aggressively and leave the game itself alone, or, you know, let it continue, you know, sort of being updated organically... Don't mess with PlayStation players, Android, iOS players. Which they um, said they weren't going to. Yeah, let people continue making money off it with YouTube. Let people continue running private servers. If they don't mess with any of that and then just make their money through, you know, way more licensing. Like, yeah. let's get Minecraft toys and just garbage everywhere. Yeah. Like, then I see it sort of as a scenario where everybody wins. Like, mm -hmm. Microsoft will make their $2.5 back. Minecraft players, you know, have a much, much bigger company at their back sort of supporting them. It could be cool. This is me playing, by the way, and I'm about to go down there and build a kick-ass house. <laughs> Spoilers. <geez>. Sorry. <laughs> now, we were talking about this earlier, Justin. Uh, is there even a precedence for um, a, a Microsoft-owned property appearing on other consoles? Because we were talking about how when they bought Rare, yeah. there were still a couple Banjo games that came out on GBA, yep. but Microsoft allowed that because they didn't have a portable. Uh -huh. And I also think that uh, there's... Well, I don't remember the details of that, but I think there was a somewhat contractual thing, like they had to deliver this GBA game. Yeah. Um, that was part of the arrangement. Uh, this now, this Microsoft-owned game is going to be on Sony consoles. There is a precedent. There are Microsoft games on the iOS App Store. There's actually games with achievement points that you can get mm -hmm. on your iPhone. Oh, really? But never anything like uh, on the scale, like a Microsoft-owned game being on PlayStation. That's pretty crazy. Like, it's just crazy to think Minecraft is so big, it sells well on PS3, yeah. and Microsoft's going to be making money yeah, off of it. Yeah, so like, is the Microsoft logo going to appear before... You like, think you so? It, it has to, right? right? Yeah. That's wild. Probably Microsoft I, Game Studios. Yeah. If that's what the... I, don't, I actually don't even know what umbrella... It's just going to be under it. <laughs> it's always an Xbox ad that pops yeah. <laughs> out. You could be playing this on Xbox. The bigger question, and I'm not like super plugged into the Minecraft community, but there are businesses, entire startups that make millions of dollars running Minecraft servers and mm. making Minecraft mods and like 
how okay is Microsoft going to be with that? Even Mojang was like a little bit weird about that stuff. They're like, mm -hmm. hey, they started their own sort of server business to compete with, you know, a lot of the private companies that were out there. And like, if something were to change or get worse or not feel as good, I think it would be that side of the business. Like, I'm not sure how much Microsoft can tolerate, you know, someone else making millions of dollars off of their you know, playing their game in that sure. way. Mm -hmm. sure. You know, or making, let's say, I don't even know what it costs to run a private server, but if it's $10 a month or $20 a month, like, Microsoft gets paid once when someone buys the game and then the server company keeps getting paid monthly, you know, a monthly subscription fee. Mm -hmm. Like, Microsoft might want to button that up and run it themselves and shut down people like that. But I would expect the game itself to, I, I wouldn't expect them to make any major changes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you think it'll uh, at any point become just preloaded on Xbox Ones? I don't know. Um, like Hexic, like the, the new Hexic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I tweeted out. That was my immediate thought when the rumor first broke. Is I'm like, I'd like to see this game come with every Xbox. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, I know that they, and then people, because people take a short-sighted view. They're like, no, they're spending billions of dollars this on this. They can't give it away. But they make that money back in other ways. They don't need $20 yeah. from people every time they buy sure. the game. Like, and you put it in, there would be texture packs. There already are. Yeah. There's things yeah. to buy there and do that. And then, yeah, just furthering the brand, making Minecraft fans. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Like, the, the, the bigger Minecraft gets, the better news that is for Microsoft. And that means being on other platforms, and that means, you know, continuing to sort of treat people nice. And I think, you know, I choose to believe that they understand that. Mm. Some older, more cynical people might be disappointed that, uh, you know, Mojang is like a very independent company, and now they've been bought by, like, the iconic corporate mm -hmm. yeah. culture, right? Yeah. But a lot of Minecraft players, maybe most of them are kids or younger gamers, and maybe they're not aware or concerned about yeah. the indie. They just, don't they, don't, yeah. they, just, they just want to play Minecraft. They, they don't, don't care yeah. where it comes from. Right? I mean, yeah. it is crazy. Like, there's all kinds of indie developers that we know and love, but I don't think there's anybody like more indie than Mojang. Yeah. <laughs> like, their willingness to be like, they would like Nacho tweet out things like, just had a secret meeting with Microsoft. Yeah. And it's like, you can't say things like that. Like, they're one of the few companies that like really didn't seem to give a shit. Yeah. Like, they would say whatever they wanted, do whatever they wanted, didn't seem to really care about who they made mad or who they upset. Um, and so then to go to, like, there's almost no corporations in the world bigger than Microsoft. Yeah. So to go from that to that is, is super crazy, interesting. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, super crazy. Did you think Nacho's like, farewell letter was kind of sad? Yeah, super, super sad. sad. Absolutely. It's just like he, he made this thing that ended up being phenomenally successful, more than he could have ever dreamed, but then he like wasn't able to like, enjoy it. Yeah. And he this, had to like yeah. he had to let go of it. The yeah. saddest part of it for me is when he's in there and he's like he's talking about how he took time off and then fans like jumped on him for that uh, Eula thing. And he didn't even understand. And he and he and he said there's a line in there where he's like, you know, the fan the relationship I thought I had with fans isn't the relationship I have. And yeah. I was like, damn, that's like yeah, that's yeah. that's harsh. Yeah. yeah. That sucks. Um, I, I think Notch's letter, I, I totally get it, too. Like, you're sent down this path, and you feel like your life's going down this path, and you're like, how do you get control yeah. of it back? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know that he can. It's a sad thing. He's like, he says he'll, his letter says that he'll never make something as big as Minecraft again, and if he makes something that accidentally does get big, he'll stop working on it because he doesn't want to work on anything big. And I'm like... I don't know if he can do that. Like, he's how many millions of Twitter followers does he have? Like, anything that he ever does, it's like J.K. Rowling trying to write books under a pseudonym. Like, people find uh, out. Yeah, yeah, people find out, and it's like it's a bestseller, and she doesn't know. Like, is this book good, or is it just because of the success that I had with Harry Potter? Sure. Like, I feel like that's that's notch now for mm -hmm. the rest of his life. But I applaud him. Like, I believe he's being earnest in his letter, and that that's at least what he's going to try to do. Yeah. So.
Yeah, and there's that line at the end. He says, I like believe what you will, but this isn't about the money. Yeah. It's about my sanity. Yeah, people are really cynical, and they're like, well, then why did you <laughs> sell it for two, yeah. two and a half billion dollars? But I believe him. Yeah. I absolutely believe him. It's a crazy story. That'll end up being one of the biggest stories of the year. Oh, absolutely. Of 2014. Mm-hmm. Microsoft buying Mojang. What if tomorrow Sony buys Microsoft? That would be a bigger story. <laughs> well, then it would be one story if you all overshadowed. Your face is going to be red come January 1st. <laughs> your face is going to be red? Plus the next word you said. All right. <laughs> There's a long Your face pause. is going to be red come. <laughs> I, that isn't even a sentence. That doesn't even make sense. You should probably have that. January 1st. If you're experiencing that. Talk about Grand Theft Auto V. Mm. It has a release date on new gen consoles. Finally, I can't wait to see what the story is about. That release date is November eighteenth. Is that right? That's, that's <laughs> yeah. right. I think that's right. That's uh, also there's also um, that's a, that, what other games are coming out that day? I forget. Uh, WWE now. just got delayed to that day. <laughs> for that day. Um, yeah, rumors that uh, Smash for Wii U might be coming out right around then. Yeah, yeah, I guess I've already AC. forgotten what comes out on that exact day, but it's right around, you know, when a lot of the big yeah, games right come out. Yeah, it's right after the Unity comes out. So yeah, right after Unity and uh, uh, right around so Call of Cry. Duty, mm-hmm. Far Cry. Let me ask you this. Are you guys going to play it again? No. I'm going to play it for a first time. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Never well, that, played it. That'll be fun. Literally like, have not moved a character in that video. Wow. wow. You've yeah. never even, like, played it around the office nope. for a minute? No. Oh, you're in for Is a there treat. a reason? Or I was on what... Just like when it came out, I was covering other stuff, and yeah. then by the time sort of everyone stopped talking about it, I finally had time, and I was like, "Well, I'll just wait." And I always sort of knew, like my my, my you know surface gripes with the game were always like, "Well, this is going to come out on yeah. I can play it on PS4 or Xbox One, and mm-hmm. it's going to you know clear up a lot of my problems with it." The new graphics are gorgeous. It's fantastic. Yeah. The lighting effects are great. Like they and they show it all off in the trailer. Like that monkey got next to yeah. monkeys now. Um, <laughs> but I'm more excited for a locked frame rate. Like, and the game wasn't super framey on 360 and PS3, but it would dip. Like, it would dip to, you know, 22, 20 frames per second when there's a lot of stuff happening. And so if they can actually lock that at 30 and, like, you know, really commit to that, that's almost more exciting to me than any of, the, like, the lighting or graphical enhancements. Have they said whether or not uh, DJ Online, is it the same... Uh, Your progress carries over, they said. They said more characters now. Yeah, but it's not going to... I don't think they're going to be in the, the same gen, world. But as. the new gen consoles and the last gen consoles are all in oh, the same... Oh, the same? On the, are they in the same world? Are you playing with players on last gen consoles? That's I don't what I'm think so. I would think no. No. Yeah. I, but you, your, your GTA Online character does carry over because that's yeah. all stored on, like, Rockstar servers. So if you have... If you play the game on 360 and uh, you get it on a next gen console, your character, your online progress is the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, for me, I played a lot of the game on... Uh, 360 or PS3. I don't even remember which console now. I think I played on 360. Um, but I didn't 100% it. And I'd be willing to get it on next gen and 100% the game, but I w- the story progress doesn't carry yeah. over. And so, yeah. no, I'm probably not going to play it. I probably won't play it again. I'm actually, I wasn't super uh, thrilled with, with the way it all, when, I, when all, when it was done, when I beat the game, I was like, hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I loved it. Yeah. I had a good time. I enjoyed the ride, but yeah, that's the whole thing is I just don't want to go back. And there's so much other stuff to yeah. play right now. Yeah, to go back and play something this fall and then yeah. leading up to early next year. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it struck a perfect balance between like GTA 4, uh, you know, sort of sucked all the sandbox fun out of the game and gave you this awesome world but didn't give you anything cool to do in it. And whereas the older GTA games were like very silly and didn't have any sort of serious characters or story in it. And 5, I thought, was the perfect balance. Like, 
you can spawn, you know, a crazy dirt bike anywhere in the world you want with like cheats. You can fly around with cheats, but it also has this sort of fantastic campaign and great story. Great balance between fun and seriousness, in my opinion. Who do you think that monkey is? He's just monkeying around. That's not a thing. Uh, GTA Five was one of the biggest games of last year. Mm-hmm. Maybe, the, maybe the biggest. Yeah. What are you gonna say? Uh, I was gonna say the PC release. It, we didn't touch. That's on in that. January. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that that to me, that's when we'll finally get the mod community just going absolutely crazy yeah. with the game, and that's uh, yeah. that's a lot more exciting than current gen console release, for sure. me, in my opinion. I'm just wondering, like, do you think can they do it again? Like, what will the reception be of the new gen version? Can it be one of the biggest games of the year two years in a row? Uh, I mean, sales wise, it's gonna sell an insane amount. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know. But I'm just saying, I'm like, curious. like uh, no one's gonna. Mention it in Game of the Year set, just like no one's going to mention right, right, right. Last of Us Remastered. But yeah. uh, I mean, those are both going to end up being, you know, some of the best reviewed and you know highest selling games of the year. Hmm. I don't know where that story DLC is. And online heists, people, that, that's what people want, right? They've been waiting for online heists for. That's what the monkey, the monkey will deliver the heist to you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the heist you monkey. You heard it yeah. here first. DL chimpanzee. <laughs> Boom. I'd leave if we didn't have more show to do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is rumored to appear in the Assassin's Creed movie, which stars Michael Fassbender, mm-hmm. and is apparently a real thing that's happening. Is this a screenshot of him? Yep. There he is. <laughs> first, the first That's Robert Downey Jr. there in his yeah, blue jacket. Michael little Fassbender red necklace. killing him. Yeah, it's true. Uh, go ahead, continue. The rumor is that he plays Leonardo da Vinci, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's totally a good fit. Yeah, yeah that'll be cool. I don't think this is true. You don't think he's really in the movie? I don't think he's really in the movie, and I don't think uh, Leonardo da Vinci is gonna be in the movie. I think they're gonna they're gonna do a story that's separate from the video games. So I don't think you're gonna be playing. I don't think uh, Michael mm. Fassbender is gonna be Ezio. Mm. I think it's gonna be someone different. Well, that's true, but he could be somebody different and still have da Vinci. In Only they're pull one Italian assassin for this guy. Am I right? I guess. Uh, what? Uh, I think they can pull little pieces of it, though. Yeah. Is it, did they talk, it's, not, it's not canon, right? It's not going into their whole... Well, that's a big question. It's like, you think, like, yeah, an Assassin's Creed movie, you're running around, it's in some, you know, you get some famous people in it, and then yeah. it's great, that movie will make a billion dollars. But then it's like, it is trickier than that in, like, reality, where it's always a balancing act with video game movies of, like, you don't want, you want the fans on your side, but you don't want it to be so in-universe that, like, sure. moms and dads can't go see it. Yeah. Yeah, Anyone can wrap their head around the Templars and the old yeah, gods and simple, the piece of Eden and Adam yeah. and Eve and their but it's also body like, I mean, is the movie going to have the entire like modern day conceit of almost no. Sturgo thing? So is this yeah. movie even really going to happen? That's not, it doesn't feel real. I mean, I guess it is, but it's going to happen. Are they shooting? Like, no, not yet. So like, it's not going to happen anytime soon. Director. And they've got Michael Fassbender, but remember Peter Jackson was once attached yeah. to a Halo movie, and that never happened. That did not happen. And uh, Gore Verbinski was attached to the Bioshock yeah. movie? Yeah. That never happened. That should have happened. I mean, I still feel that way about the Warcraft movie, though. That movie's done. They're done filming it. It's, really in, out it's in post-production, yeah. but I still like kind of have a hard time believing it, like wrapping my head Man, around it. I want that Comic-Con footage to release. I know. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah it was supposed to be good. Time Duncan Jones is so good. Duncan Donuts. Duncan Roos. <laughs> 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 Deep True cut. story. Deep I once I, I, at a at, we had these you know like creative assignment classes or whatever after yeah, creative school. assignment. Yeah, like you go there and do all these different projects or whatever. You know what I mean? A lot of it was writing, but I, I, everybody would bring treats. And one time somebody brought Dunkin' Roos and I ate them like some juice and got sick at home. It was not good. You Never had Dunkin' Roos again. Stop saying Dunkin' Roos. <laughs> Dunkin' Roos. <laughs> also, wait, you ate them and then you had juice and then you got sick. Yeah, I, got, I threw up when I got home. 
Was it because of the Dunkaroos? No, it doesn't sound like a good combination of juice and that. No, Dunkaroos are like little cookies with no frosting. You remember like handy snacks with the cheese and the breadsticks? This was cookies and then like some kind of cream frosting you dumped them in. They're basically cookies that you would dip into frosting. Dunkaroos, they were great. Do you think Dunkaroos are going to be in the Assassin's Creed movie? I hope so. Ezio, I made this new thing. Did you guys care that Surge is coming back? I, I, like, no. so I barely remembered Surge yeah. even existing. It's an Amazon exclusive. Yeah, yeah. You have to order it from Amazon. That's the game that Clint Hawking's working on. Amazon, the Surge game. Yeah. That's also like the worst trend. If like, what if like, so no one really cares that much about Surge. But what if something everybody does really like comes back, but you can only buy it like food exclusive when, to specific retailer? Ecto What's Cooler. Something? When is the return of Ecto Cooler with Slimer on the box? Which is a popular high C. Don't get in my face about it. I'm, just, I'm not in your face about it. <laughs> he literally. Everyone at home, rewind <laughs> 10 seconds and tell me if Dane was doing this when I was talking about That's not in your face. That was in my motherfucking face. <laughs> yeah. uh, re- regarding video game movies, we have an email from Liam. Hey, Liam. He Liam, emailed us. Liam Neeson's? Yeah, of the Leslie Nielsen? Of the Neeson's. I have a very specific set of skills, <laughs> and I would like to be in the Assassin's Creed movie. <laughs> Can you talk to Stone Shit for me? <laughs> Beyond. <laughs> this is like it was like a crossover episode where you have to watch them both to get the show. I get cinematic universe. <laughs> At the end, Colin walks in. He's like, "I hear you got a scoop." <laughs> uh, Liam emailed us at gamescoop at ign.com, just like you can. Uh, he says, "Hey guys, love the show. I was pondering about the announcements over the past few months about the impending releases of video game movie adaptations." Do we really need this subgenre and slew of video game adaptations? Does this mean subgenre just video game movies? Video yeah. game movies. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I don't think we need them, he says. Mm. It just seems useless to retread the same stories over and over again. Some of the action could make for some nice summer flicks, though. He's like contradicting himself. Yeah, that's <laughs> that sounds stupid, but I'd watch it. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I think video game movies are pretty bad in, oh, yeah. in general yeah. and I'm I don't yeah I, I do tend to agree that we don't really need them but yeah. they keep trying to make them I wish we'd stop I understand why we keep doing it we being human beings yeah um you know obviously it's nice to see, have the idea of like we'll make Assassin's Creed this you know name that people understand across the board mm-hmm. people come to it more money for the property yada 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 but it's I always feel like it's the video game industry trying to be taken more seriously, if that makes sense. Yeah. I feel like a lot of t- the grasp or sure, the sure. plays here are like, well, Hollywood's where it's at, when yeah. in reality, if we just commit and double down on the video game industry, we're bigger than movies, sure, you don't sure. have to worry about it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, but at the same time, like summer blockbusters, winter blockbusters, all of them are based on something. Everything's either a remake or an adaptation say. of a book or something of a TV show or a comic. And so I'm like, well, if you're just going to keep taking from things that already exist, there are like... Bioshock would be great as a movie. Yeah. The Last of Us would be great as a movie. So I mean, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I mean, they all. The fact that you know, if <coughs> the Prince of Persia movie is awful, that doesn't change the fact that Prince of Persia is still an amazing game. So. Yeah, I mean, the reason they keep trying it is because movies, uh, big budget movies, are such high risk that they have to be based on something. Yeah. they have to be based on something that people can grab onto and have that name recognition. Um, they can't just spin up a big blockbuster out of nothing anymore. And so they will continue trying to go back to that video game well to try to get, you know, teenage boys to go to the movies. And they also just make sense. Like, if you think about, like, the high-level one-sentence summary of what Assassin's Creed is, like, that makes total sense for, like, a summary blockbuster. Sure. Like, Same thing with Splinter Cells. Yeah, it'd be Warcraft. awesome. Exactly. But yeah, so far, awesome. I just, it's nearly impossible to make a good one, it seems. Which is weird. Yeah. But they've been making movies based on books 
for as long as there've been movies. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of those are really good. Yeah. I mean, they they just have to st- they have to uh, they have to go movie first, I think. And that's what that's why the Marvel movies are so successful. Like why how can they pull this off and DC keeps managing to like muck it up? And it's like cuz Winter Soldier is like totally a good movie. Like Guardians of the Galaxy is a good movie. Like mm. set like use your source material sort of sparingly, I think, and just like focus tell on your script and tell like a really good story that like uses the conceits of the video game. It'll be yeah. fine. All right, moving on. Uh, Smash Brothers Wii U. There's a lot of debate about whether or not it actually comes this year. 2015. Still saying 2015. Yeah, I have a stake riding on the Stakes on the line. Yeah. Three of us have stakes. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? You got some rumors? You got some speculation? Yep. You got this fool trying to punch us. It's Knockout Joe. Nintendo's hit character. Hey, Mike Tyson. Mama uh, said knock you out, and then he delivers papers, right? Someone. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I pulled up the wrong B-roll. Computer, don't show that B-roll. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Uh, someone posted on Twitter a retailer, uh, a photo from a retailer with a reservation card saying Super Smash Bros. Wii U coming November 21st. Oh. That's not good for our stakes. No. No. Who's going to win the stakes? Jose. And we all hate Jose. Yeah. Yeah. Also, is that how you throw a punch? Yeah, this doesn't. This it looks like. Look, no, look how his down. hands turned. This is how he's throwing his punch. Mm. This isn't know. how you hit anybody. Mm. Well, you don't do damage that way. You can't. Yeah, so does Pinsky. You shouldn't be. <laughs> so does Pop. Look at how twisted around his body is. That's what That's I'm saying. Not even like a human. Oh, geez, you're right. Does he even it's have genitals? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's a Friday. That would get it out in time for Black Friday. The mm-hmm. week that'd be a one week before Black Friday. Mm. What do you guys think? Well, uh, part of me thinks that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I still, in, in my heart, I believe it's a 2015 game, but more and more it is making sense that Nintendo is waiting until the 3DS version is out to release when the, when the date is. So, 3DS version is out in Japan now. Yes. Sold a million copies in its first Damn. weekend. First weekend. So, like Smash. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's already doing well in Japan. Mm-hmm. The demo's out there. People are playing the demo. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't um, it, it's breaking some sticks, though. Stick breakers. Yeah. In, you mean the circle pad? Yeah. Well, it's your own fault. People are... Uh, well, I didn't do it. I didn't even download it. I'm yeah. not going to go through all these hoops. I'll just wait for the game to be done, all right? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Oh, Smash. i got to play it to see if I like it. Oh, spoilers. I like Smash. I, oh, you well, have my money. Just yeah. release it. Yeah. Would this be like the shortest... So wait, so Smash comes out here... October uh, 3rd. Yeah, in a couple weeks. And then, so it would come out... The Wii U version would be announced and come out six weeks apart? I mean, the Wii U version's announced. We played it already. No, but well, the, the re- release date. Would this be, like, the closest a release date had been announced to something actually launching? That's so close. Yeah. So your theory is that my, or Nintendo thinks if, if they announce the, release, the Wii U release date, people won't buy the 3DS version, and they'll wait for Wii U. Right. So they're going to wait, get 3DS out there first, sell a million copies of that, and then be mm-hmm. like, here's the release date for Wii U. Yes. Yeah, it just the whole thing is weird to me because it seems like you know, the Nintendo needs the Wii U to succeed more than they need. Like the 3DS is already yeah. doing well, yeah. so it just seems yeah, like this like should be should've, the inverse. They should have had the holiday bundle yeah. out there, right? Or the Wii U version should have come out first. I had a, yeah. so I always assumed obviously I'm gonna buy the Wii U version. It's yeah, HD, somewhere. like that. That's what I had in my head. But then I was talking to Jose about it, and I'm like, Jose, which should I get? And he's like, Well, if you really think about it, which will you play more? Yeah. And I was like. Oh, well, like, when you put it that way, I'm like, I would absolutely play the 3DS more. I would come into work and play with you guys. Yep. Like, yep. Whereas if it's at home, no one ever visits me at my home anymore. I got a baby there no one wants to I deal with. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a monster baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's like floating. But it's like, yeah, 
That was my problem. <laughs> I played a thousand hours of Melee with my friends in high school, and yeah. then I was so hyped for Brawl, and like for some yeah. reason it didn't even cross my mind that, like, wait a second, I moved away. I live in a different state now. I have no one to play this yeah. game with. So I got it home, unwrapped it, and that's when, like, my mind broke, and I was like, oh... That's what happened to me with everything. For on the Wii with Smash with Mario yeah. Kart, and then yeah. this time around with Mario Kart too. I had yeah. one giant party before Damon's show where we all played Mario Kart for hours and hours, and then I never really played it again. And meanwhile, golf I put ninety five yeah. hours into because I could come in every day and play yeah. with everybody. So I do think so. I've actually completely done a one eighty, and my plan is to get the three DS one now. Hmm. I mean, I might still get both, but I'm for sure getting the three DS one. I'm for sure getting three DS too, and I'm thinking about maybe upgrading the XL for it. Finally, so everybody stops yelling at me. But then they got the other one with the other stick the coming new out. 3DS. The new 3DS. You don't even know when that's coming out. I here. know, but I'm gonna. I, and I also then I got the cool one that looks like a Nintendo controller that I know there are problems with according to some people in their design, but I'm, I still like it. I want to look up. I, I'm super curious to find out what the shortest amount of time a game has been. It's release date's been announced and then come out. Has Captain Toad's release date? Sega still Saturn. Yeah, Sega Saturn. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say about Captain Toad? Uh, its release date still hasn't been announced. Yeah, but it's supposed to be this year. Excited for that one. Yeah, Captain Toad's cool. Uh, Smash Bros. Wii U may be out November 21st. Wait and see. Maybe 2015. Yep. November 21st. Bet your friends' stakes. <laughs> Let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. Hey, listeners. This is Noah Bench. Oh. Noah Bench. We know Noah Bench. He's a super fan of ours. Good friend of ours. Uh, remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Noah did. He says, my girlfriend and I got to talk about 3D platformers. Ooh. We loved games like Banjo Kazooie, Beyond Good and Evil, Spyro the Dragon. Banjo Kazooie's awesome. Yeah, no, Banjo Kazooie's awesome. Beyond Good and Evil's not a 3D platformer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't think that's a 3D platformer? No. no. Yeah, it is kind Actually, of weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no one seems to make games like that anymore. Mm. What happened? That's his question. Mm. Market changed. They stopped selling. Uh, now, first of all, just last year we got a phenomenal 3D platformer, Mario 3D Destiny. World, which you see here. Oh. Uh, <laughs> But you're, he's right. Yeah. They are very few and far between. Yeah. And even this one isn't really like the open 3D platformer like Mario 64 that I would really like. Like yeah. exploration yeah. platformers sure. were a thing for like a short window of time and then went away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. there's that Kickstarter to bring him back, the uh, Hat in Time. Hat in Time, that got funded. Uh, we, we've recorded some videos. That game's great. That game's mm-hmm. absolutely you know, modeled after uh, Banjo-Kazooie and everything. Yep. I think the last great one was probably Psychonauts, maybe? Well, that's been a long time. Yeah, that's so been a long time. So not a good one on... Um, Last-gen consoles. Jesus, oh, not that's coming to mind. That's well, like a giant open world one? I, yeah, about? yeah, yeah. yeah was, I was going to, my was inclination was they ratchet, but obviously that's yeah, not the yeah. same thing. Was yeah. Psychonauts before or after Sunshine, Mario Sunshine? After, right? I don't know. Um, yeah. No, 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 because Psychonauts was a, uh, oh yeah, it was after. Like after Sunshine, okay. before Galaxy. It's like Sunshine was really good. Yeah. But then Galaxy, Galaxy, and we're looking at 3D World right now, 3D World and 3D Lander, obviously. I, I mean, it's sort of splitting hairs, but they yeah. do feel different. They don't sure, have that sure. like collecting element. And they don't have them. that sense yeah. of you enter a world, and yep. you're just like, well, I can go in any direction. Yeah, what yeah, I want to do, I guess I'll go this yeah, way yeah. and see what's going on. Yeah, was, they were great. Um, I mean, they, they sort of... It's their own, like, it's the game creator's fault that they're gone because they did things like, uh, like Donkey Kong 64. It just did became too like, much. Yeah. Too way much. Yeah, yeah. too much. Like, they yeah. took it over the top and didn't really understand what it was that people liked about those games. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, that's the genres fall in and out of vogue. That's just what happens. I mean, now we have yeah. a ton more shooters than we did then. Now we have a ton yeah. more action games. Um, yeah. Well, and it sort of feels like, like, the FPS was the thing forever. And yeah. now it sort of feels like maybe that's almost finally starting to wane. You know, yeah. it's stuff like, Third-person action adventures seem to be kind of taking over. Yeah, yeah. That was a bummer because uh, I mean, those games you mentioned, Banjo Kazooie, one of my favorite games of all time, Mario World, Psychonauts. Yeah. Uh, I adore those games, and I, I the original Jack and Daxter. Um, oh, yeah. Precursors of Legacy. Yeah, Jack One is great. great. Yeah. yeah, Jack was awesome. 
what I think will happen, uh, Noah and friends, mm -hmm. is uh, you know indie, indie developers are getting they're producing more and more impressive work all the time, yeah. right? Now, a game like uh, an open world 3D platformer like Panzer Kazooie will take a lot more work to make sure. than a 2D game like Shovel Knight, yeah. right? But they've got the 2D thing platforming down. Yeah. There's no shortage of 2D platformers yeah. from indies. So I think eventually indie devs will be able to provide us with yeah, those yeah. types of games. Like, look what they are able to do now with games like Outlast, right? Oh, yeah. Like it's, yeah, that's totally yeah. true. Like, I, I believe that they will have the capability to make a Banjo-Kazooie type game in the not-too-distant future. I'm excited. They also, uh, it's also just the age of developers. Like, the reason that we see a billion Metroidvanias all over Steam made by indie developers yeah. is because kids that That's were wanted, influenced yeah. by those games have grown up and are now this, making games. This is the point I want to make. Indie developers, the cool thing about them is that they make the games that they want to make. Whereas, suppose, if, you're, if you work for EA, you make the game that you're assigned to. Yeah, and exactly. told to, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like... So they we, grew up. I'm, I'm certain they, there are developers out there right now that grew up playing Banjo Kazooie, yeah. Mario 64. They want to make a game like that, and yeah. they will. That's exciting. But, but we're maybe like uh, five years away from them yeah. being, you know, having enough experience yeah. and being good enough to be able to really pull that off and so execute guys, on that. Do you guys remember like a, what was it, a year ago, two years ago, when uh, there was all those like I rumors were like the weird like online flirting between Notch and Tim Schafer about second Nuts too? Oh right, yeah, you found funding it. it. Yeah. yeah, he's got the money now. Yeah. He's not he had the money before. Yeah, well, now he's got a lot of the money. That's what uh, Tim Schafer like, tweeted. He's like, please don't bother <laughs> Notch about Psychonauts 2. Yeah. But he should, seriously. But seriously, Psychonauts bother too. Notch about Psychonauts Yeah, please do. Yeah. yeah, Tim Schafer, everything he says is a joke. So this is clearly, it was a joke. Don't yeah. bother Notch. Jokes <laughs> and jakes. Yeah. Don't bother Notch, but please. Please bother Notch. Yeah. It's time for Time Scoop. Time to go back today. Why is Time Scoop Zoidberg? <laughs> <laughs> today in IGN history, not exactly today, because uh, I'm going to post this clip on Thursday, September 18th. So this is September 18th, 2004. This is what was going on on IGN. New Devil May Cry 3 details. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, there. Uh, a preview of P uh, Rome Total War is happening. <laughs> Weekend movies, movies coming out, Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow. Oh, no. It was really good. It, looks it was stupid. crazy. It looks stupid. Like, I really liked it. That I do like that. I like that movie. Wimbledon, that romantic comedy. Yeah, that was a good movie. <laughs> oh, Wimble. Kirsten Dunst. Do you remember something called Mr. 3000, a movie? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac, filmed oh, in uh, Miller Park. <laughs> yeah. We know our Chicago boy. Yeah. We had a trailer Rest for Call of Duty Finest Hour. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Sounds like an iPhone game. <laughs> we have a guide. They didn't have iPhones, but. We have a guide to Fable on Xbox. Oh, mm -hmm. good. How to fart. This is an image here we probably wouldn't use in the spotlight these days the, for Dead or Alive Ultimate. It's sexy. Can we, yeah. can we cut this? Can we bring this up on the screen? Is yeah, possible? computer. Can we, yeah, this image right here. Oh, probably. The Incredibles was coming up. Yeah. We had an exclusive uh, uh, images on, uh, on The Incredibles. Full Spectrum Warrior demo. Wow. Let's see here. Wait, yeah, so here's a preview for uh, Battle Middle Earth Isengard Part 2. Or that's Video Strategy. Way Back, way back Machine. machine. Is that a real machine in the office? Yeah. <laughs> Is that next to Pablo's desk? <laughs> yeah, it's just Sam. Sam Claiborne. Oh. Smackdown Countdown 2004, Greg. Nice. Some hot links. Who are we talking? I can't. Oh, Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. I like this one revealed, <laughs> what a headline, right? One revealed. <laughs> the strike line is, get the lowdown on the multiplayer fighting game for Engage. Good. <laughs> Hair Schneider joint. <laughs> nope. Here did Countdown to TGS. Where so we, it's right about the same time. Were we in the same family as Rotten Tomatoes at some point? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we owned Rotten they Tomatoes. They worked in our office for a long really? time. Yeah. Yeah. We owned Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. The Nightmare of Draga hands-on? That's crazy. That's great. Yeah. Uh, over on Entertainment Side, Dodgeball is coming to DVD. Whoa! That was a disappointing movie. Yeah. Nick Cage. I enjoyed it. 
If and you can Ghost dodge Rider? a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Yeah. That's good Nick uncages Ghost Rider. Ah. That's a good headline. <laughs> yeah. First look at the thing. The, the internet does it again. This is trap line. Michael Chiklis? Yeah, I guess the Fantastic Four yeah. movie that's coming out. It's funny, how, it's funny like, how many of these stories could also have the exact same headlines right now. Yeah, it's like, hard. First look at the thing was a headline literally like three weeks ago. That's so. exactly what I was going to say is that the things are exactly the same. Still getting ready for TGS. Yeah. Still, it's Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Still waiting for Dodgeball on DVD. They're rebooting the Fantastic Four, so we'll be getting yeah. images of the yeah. thing again. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. We still have no top stories. <laughs> <laughs> a, we have the first commercial for the Nintendo DS. Wow. They're talking about rewriting Jurassic Park 4, which is now coming out next month. <laughs> Jeez. Gran Turismo 4 was delayed. Sorry, everybody. Sorry, Chris Roper. Yeah. Anyway, September 18th, 2004. A date that will live in infamy. That's what, what was you going think, on What do you think you were doing? What was I doing? Yeah. I was living in Chicago. Uh, I don't know. Probably playing uh, San Andreas, probably. Yeah, that's actually Playing Resident Evil 4. I just started college. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 2004? In my senior year of college, my, I would have been starting up my senior year to go through and graduate in 2005. 2004, I was getting ready to quit college, take a full-time job writing about the video games. Yeah? Yep. Were you smoking, too? No. Seems like something you'd do, then you'd be like, I don't know about this college. Yeah, you have a snifter. Yeah. Snifter of brandy. Uh, okay, before we go Wearing here. a NoFX patch. <laughs> Justin Davis. <laughs> that part's super short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's absolutely Nailed it. <laughs> One more email here from Mia. Love Noah's She wanted to share uh, her first video game tattoo with us. She Ooh. says, I just turned 18. This was my way to celebrate. Three hours and 400 bucks later, this awesomeness happened. Can we bring up her tattoo here on our monitor here? Whoa. It's a pretty in intense Dang. first yeah. tattoo. Yeah. yeah. Video game tattoos can be tricky, but I think this one looks pretty cool. Man, I yeah, feel like a tattoo awesome. on the back of your hand would be incredibly painful. Yeah. yeah. I also think like ta to go from no tattoos to, to that. Sleeve like like that? Yeah. yeah. How much was the flight to Japan to get it done? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty hardcore. Proper hardcore. You need to be super sure you're going to want it forever to do something that. Like. Who, how could they screw up Zelda? Skyward Sword. None of us, <clears throat> the four of us don't have any tattoos, do we? I don't. No. no. I, I think I like the idea of it, but I couldn't, I've never like, thought of that thing. Like, yeah. this is the thing I want should, on me Should forever. we get a group tattoo today? Probably. Let's yeah. do it. We should, do, we should scoop while we're getting our tattoos. And it'll just be like, tat scoop. What's up, everybody? <laughs> 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 yeah, that's a pretty good idea. I'm yeah. down. Yeah. We had a lot of fun today. We did. But that's all the scoops we have for this week. So thank you, Justin. Thank you, Marty. Thank you, Greg. My name is Damon Rumi. You can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. This is IGN Gamescoop. And we're out.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.